Good morning, Izzy Kempi for Breakfast SENZ. It's just after 6 o'clock. It is Monday, yes, a big, big old weekend. Kempi went home to see his mum and spend the time in the Taranaki region. He was at the races, sending through photos of uh, winners. Uh, well, not so well. Not winners. That's okay. It's okay. He was a winner in the end, Kempi. How was your weekend, brother? Yeah, it was. It was good. Is he good morning, bro? It was. Uh, oh, it was a. It was a f- bit, bit of a rush. It was really, you know, getting down there was a long trip around because the Oakinor Gorge was close. I had to go out to Tomaranui and then up back over through Fongamomana, um mm. to the back of Stratford, which was an extra couple of hours put on the trip. So. Um, spent plenty of time in the car over the weekend, uh, getting back yesterday afternoon. But mate was was well worth it. You know, seeing mum, um, seeing all the boys, catching up with them, some really good mates, and uh, of course, going the races on Saturday, getting full up was was even worthwhile the trip. So, uh, mate, good weekend yourself. What, what were we up to? What'd you get up to? Nah, just a crazy weekend. I got sick kids, Kimpy. Uh, there's a bit of a flu going around, so Arlo was sick first, and then Tilly caught it, and well, things just started to erupt when she gets it. So, um, <laughs> no, nah, just a real quiet weekend. It was cold down here. Yeah. It was cold, miserable. So I lit the fire for the, pretty much the whole weekend and just uh, chilled out, relaxed with uh, Daisy's in-laws, uh, parents, and, um, yeah, just, just ate some good food and, and really just relaxed. Eh? It was a good weekend. Watched a lot of sport, watched a lot of racing, how do we go on the horses and Cabanaros? Obviously, uh, over there in the neck, it got us off to a good start. I got it at two dollars forty Kempi for that win, so nice. it got us off to a, a nice start for the. Look, we just fell short in the SCNZ Punters Club. Uh, I had Cabanos and uh, Cabanados, sorry, and then I had White Marlin to win, mm. and that came second. I just couldn't believe that Rod. He took it out too hard, too early, didn't he? 2,800 metres, and you're just going for it. And I'm Mm. like, mate, pull that horse back. And then it just got taken over in the end. So we missed out, and then I had the Crusaders 12 and under, and they won by 12. So we just missed out again. We just got pipped right at the finish line for our SCNZ Punters Club. But that's okay. But I had a good weekend, Kempe. Just really relaxed. And Mother's Day yesterday, well, just made it a day for Daisy. Special old day in our household, Kimpy. <laughs> Jay would have been sport, wouldn't she? Uh, say, well, mate, I spent most of my day in the car getting back up from Taranaki to uh, to Tamaki. Um, in the back seat? Yeah, but she's, yeah, she had a nice, our girl put a, a little bit of a, a picture together for her. She likes, you know, she loves her art and she drew up her mama a uh, a picture of a, of our cat, Rudy, and um, with a nice message on the back of it. So it was... Nice to uh, nice to see that, and yeah, just had a really quiet one last night, mate. Yeah, just on going down to Taranaki, I drove down the back of Stratford. Man, I know we got some farmers that live down there in Stratford, and they're probably um, dairy farmers. There is a full head of snow on the mountain. I mean, like it is just covered, a thick um, powder covered of snow all over the Monga down there, and it would be cold in Stratford, mate. Sitting right underneath. Uh, Maunga Taranaki, and I was just thinking driving down there. Like it went from, you know, up here you wake up in the morning, it's sort of 15, 16 degrees. Mate, mm. it was like eight degrees. It went seven to six. The closer you drove to it, the colder it got. You know, it was 
And it was made me think, man, those bloke boys down there are pretty hard. Then I get I get up in the morning, I go to the, you know, of, of course, because we're early risers, and Al's up the track on Saturday morning before the races, and he's, you know, he's got to get get his work out before they go to the races. So I got, went up the, to the Gap and had a cup of tea with a few of the boys up there, and there's this dude standing up there in a T-shirt. Six o'clock <laughs> on the morning, freezing, mate, absolutely freezing. I'm rugged up, and I just had a look at him, I went... Ooh, I forgot what that was like, mate. You fellas down here got tough skin, eh? <laughs> <laughs> it's very cold, Kempi. It is horrible down here in Christchurch at the moment. There's pouring out of rain uh, this morning. It's cold. Yesterday, I think it was one, uh, minus one in Twizel, which is only a couple of hours away from mm. Christchurch. So south, we're starting to get hit with some snow and uh, some changes in the weather. So please wrap up and take care of yourselves. Kempe, big show today. Who we got coming up, mate? Yeah, big show. Uh, big shout out to the, the Sevens boys too have just won that uh, that final penultimate mm. um, that tournament over there as well. Just thought I'd throw that in. They were uh, actually the winner of the series, aren't they, for the year. So um, congratulations to uh, NZR and the, and the Sevens. Uh, seven o'clock we got. Both of them. Both of them, and the women's as well. Mm. Good on them. And uh, out of seven, we've got Philly Captain coming up, talking NBA, of course, because today's 76ers and the Celtics, who they don't like, will, will, get, a, uh, will get a bit of a, a lead-in from the Philly Captain on that relationship. It's locked up at 3 All Andrew Webster will be joining us this morning at 7.40 to talk about that win up against the Bulldogs. And uh, thank God the Bulldogs lost as m- many players as we've done. Um, and we could hold on in that game and get that two points going into our bye weekend this weekend. So four points over this last two weeks, guaranteed, which is fantastic. James Marshall will be joining us to talk Super Rugby. We've got Super Rugby Player of the Week and, of course, uh, Warriors Moment of the Week to talk about. So we'll discuss that between us. Uh, Izzy Smithy catch-up. Mm. We've also got Paulie Mawadi and uh, Love Racing, little special Love Racing from us too here. Uh, earlier at 6.55. So plenty on today, mate. A good Monday to boot. Beautiful. Big show. Big show for sure. Oh, let's go. I can't wait to chat to Andrew Webster. See see where he's at. See how content he was with that performance. Here's a question for you, Kempi. Mission accomplished, Jason Paris? Yeah, I think so. 100%. 100%. The, uh, the bait, he put some very tasty bait on that hook. And when he threw it, he threw it long, and it, and it sat on a nice little ledge. And well, he got the king marlin, didn't he? He got the king marlin <laughs> out of the out of his cave. And what we saw on the weekend was probably, arguably, the the refer the refereeing group of the round. And um, mm. thank God, maybe we got some fifty fifty calls. That was the call <laughs> coming out on all the um, memes on Saturday night. But mate, they 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 hung in there. I thought Sean Johnson's kicking game was pretty good. You know, once again, we scored a couple of um, meat pies off his off his boot, but you know he just kept us in it because we did go a little bit uh, inside ourselves there in the second half, and it started to get a little bit worrying uh, until Volkman put that little chip through and ricocheted off a pinball and back into his hands to score that. It was a beautiful little try actually from him um, to secure the game. So now nah, mission accomplished. I think you know we always said that they needed to get one win out of those. Uh, four and they they've done that before the buy and no bigger game to come back out of it when they play, I guess a um, a wounded Broncos who uh, couldn't get up against Melbourne on the on the uh, the other night too. So uh, it's going to be a good game. Looking forward to it. Actually going to Napier and uh, seeing our whanau over there and calling it. 
Yeah, well, just a little bit on that, Kempe. When you when you look at the referee, and what, you listen to the commentary. There's a little, a lot of subtle little digs there <laughs> compared to the there Jason Paris situation and the refereeing and and certain little scenarios. But if you look at the refereeing, they had no choice. There wasn't any really contentious moments. Obviously, that turnover when um, Reynolds raked the ball out of Nickel Clodstag and they big, go back. Big, big uh, call. Big call. Right call in the end. Well. See, those ones are 50-50 calls that will go against you too because they will say, um, no, it's a loose carry, you know, even though he did bring his hand down as a, in a raking motion. Um, they got the call, but, you know, that's those are those calls that the Warriors blow up about when they don't get them. Mm. And I just, when I first saw it, like, in real time, I thought, oh, no, he's lost it, you know, and here they are back at 18-12 and now we've got a game on our hands. And then, you know, if you slow something down, Enough times you'll find something in it to call it, and they done that. They got the they got the call right, and uh, in that in this instance, the Warriors get that what they call the rubber the green, and that's when all those comments come out. Maybe the Warriors are getting some calls today. You know what I mean? So, look, I I just think they were the better team. I think late when they had their players, you know, because they had quite a few changes. The Bulldogs um, when those late changes came in. Uh, I just thought, oh well, that's the best thing that's, that that could happen for this Warriors side that needs a needs a win, you know. And they and they played they played really well in that opening stanza. You go out to eighteen um, mm. nil. Know, you 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 do get a little bit worried when you think, oh, you know, you should put some more points on them, put them on quickly, and run away with it. But they just couldn't couldn't get there, you know. They just couldn't get to that next spot. And uh, for a little bit of luck, when Volk, Volkman's try could have been a little bit different. Uh, if they'd called that Reynolds one a, a try, mate, and you know, as we knew, the Bulldogs were coming home with a with a wet sail. So uh, he'd be very happy about that. I'm looking forward to talking to Webby about that and just getting his thoughts because he'll probably need a break himself, mate, going into oh, this yeah. week. You know, he's been working so hard to get get him there, and they're they're still there thereabouts in the eight, and and it's a pretty tight competition. So you know, have a chat to him and see what he's uh, what he's up to this week, but also what he's got prepared for that trip to Napier. Well, you look at their next couple of weeks, they've got a bye, and then they go to Napier and they take on a pretty much, you said, depleted you know, Broncos team. They've got the state of origin. They're going to miss a couple of players out of there. So that's gettable. So that's six points. Up against a tough Dolphins outfit, that's 50-50 for me. The Warriors yeah. the Dolphins just keep <laughs> surprising me, so I don't know where to go in that performance. But then they go to the Raiders. They take on the Raiders. And I think there's eight points there over the next couple of weeks, Kempe, which will set up their their season nicely, and then obviously they get another bye. So it's a good opportunity to get to rest some players. So eight points over the next couple of weeks, well, it really sets up their competition, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, and you know, it's through that, which we've always talked about through that, uh, that first origin period where you can pick up um, where you left off, you know, because of players missing from other sides. You know, the, the Brisbane game I think will be a pretty tough one because they're in, they're in Form so it'll be a tight one. The Dolphins, like you said, unknown, unknown quantity. So it could be scary. And for me, Canberra, along with uh, with Penrith at the moment and South Sydney, are the, are the three top teams in the comp because Canberra are on a little bit of a roll themselves at the moment with with a, a number of wins behind their belt. So um, I, I agree with you. They're all gettable. It'd be nice to get the three and the and the two points going into the buy, and then they've got one left because they get three buys this year. And that sets them up for that run home if they can get those games. So, I uh, I'd like to think they get two of those, two of those three. But if they get the whole three, then 
mate, then there's a, then there's chatter about the eight coming home. Beautiful, mate. I know you're going to talk about your moment later in in the show about eight forty. You're going to talk about that moment that you really stood out for you. But I'm going to talk about a player that is standing out for me week in week out. Chance Nicol Clodstag for me, has been the standout this year. His work rate at the back should never be underestimated. Like, he is getting off his way, uh, getting off his off the back fence, going in, relieving a lot of pressure. You look at him when he's making those first, second hit-ups when they're back in their own end zone. He is fighting for every extra metre. He is working extremely hard. He has got a high work rate. There was a moment there where they broke down the right and they nearly scored a try, but then they threw an intercept. And he made the tackle. And if he didn't make that tackle, they would have ran 80 metres and, and scored the try. Yeah. His high work, his, his high ball work rate, mate, he is, I've just been, it's not flashy, but you can't coach ticker, mate, and heart. And for me, he's just really standing above the rest in, in that Warriors team. Well, he, he, was, he was a difference in the second half. You know, he held mm. the Warriors together on a number of occasions, like that, that break you talked about and him getting back on that second effort. See, his second efforts are phenomenal. Second, you know, third efforts every time, isn't it? Can... You know, so he'll take mm. the first carry, he'll, he'll push through in the middle carry, and then he'll take the last carry, and then he'll he'll get ready and and get behind a kick chase. Um, but that that effort where they had that opportunity to score, it was an intercept. Then he got back and made that tackle. Like he just he puts himself around the football field, um, and I think he's grown into that role because when he was here as a young kid, you know, playing on the wing, he was more dynamic. You know, he was flashy, uh, but now you just see solid, you know, and that's where I think that role with him and Roger will be next year is that he will stay at fullback and Roger will play in the centres. Um, Roger will only go to fullback if Chance isn't, isn't there, you know what I mean? So uh, he's done enough for me too to say that he's you know, he is the marquee signing this year out of Canberra and, and his body seems to be holding up. There's a little bit of a worry on that... Uh, that last try they scored Canterbury yeah. where he sort of was holding his, I think it was his wrist maybe. So he's always just putting himself, his body on the line, mate. So it's just got to stay up there on the pitches for a long period of time and and for and more games and we're in with a chance to win. Yeah, there's a lot of apprehension there when they signed him from Canberra. He wasn't playing first grade. He wasn't even being seen. And he's come over here and he, well, he's really repaid the faith of the of the selectors and the sponsors. So Charles Nickel Clause there. We're going to park that. Warriors chat right now because we're going to talk some super rugby. There was plenty happening over the weekend. A couple of upsets. How good. On Friday night, the Chiefs <laughs> going down. I shouldn't say how good. Sorry, Brett from Huntley. I know you're disappointed. And Marcus, my good friend. A lot of disappointment out there, Kimpy, when the Chiefs went down against the Reds. But anyway, the Blues, <laughs> they came, they threw everything at it, and they couldn't succeed.